1: Hey guys, welcome to Bad with Money Mailbag episode. I'm your host Gabe S Dunn. I don't I I I I gave a peppy. We do two of these in a row every week and I gave a real peppy last one. I'm sure you guys have seen on JBU. I'm going through a sort of a depressive episode, so you know, we're just let's 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 barrel through guys. But also, I'm not barreling through. I really do care and I am here. And I to say that, I want to thank All the patrons that have joined, thats it's been so amazing. The more you contribute to Patreon, the more that I'm able to, like, pay my producer and, you know, my finances have been a bit decimated, but I want to keep making this show for free. You can get ad-free episodes on the Patreon as well as some of my other writing and and videos of this mailbag. Hello, hi. You want to see Beans? He's here. Isn't that worth it just to see him? Look at him. Look at this doofus. Surely you want to see his little doofy face. Are you a dog? You don't do anything. Okay. Anyway, he's kind of legally a stuffed animal. So anyway, thank you so much for contributing to the Patreon. Here are our patrons. Grace, Wesley, Lauren, Olivia, Margaret, TamTam, Angela, Anna, Amy, Jill, Astir, Warmer Than Luke, Chessie, Devin, Kilo, Denise... And Nathaniel B. And if I del- if I doubled anyone, I'm truly sorry. But there were a bunch. So hopefully that got that got everybody. Okay. I want to read something very cute that happened on the Discord. If you're interested in the Discord, you can go to the Dun which is linked in the <laughs> which is linked in the description. And the name makes me laugh. Okay. So this is in response to George's voicemail that I don't know if you guys remember it was about opening the mail and finding good stuff. So this person, May PDX, wrote. Haha, ha, listening to Georgia's voicemail, Oregon has what we call a kicker, which sounds like what they're describing. And then Athena Cat said they had it in Massachusetts one year too, the only year I worked in that state, so I got a $400 check. Felt great. Honestly thought it was a scam and didn't cash it immediately. And then Quill said, "I want to say that most states have an unclaimed property office. You can search a database to see if anything has been turned in under your name and go through a process to claim the property." So I bring this up because yes, I have actually gone through the process of looking for unclaimed property. And I found a thing from my grandfather that was in the state of Florida that I applied to. And then you had to like prove that I have to prove that he's my grandpa and also that he's dead. And then I found another one that was for not that much money, but in the state of California, I think for me, and I don't really understand it. I don't know how it works, but you apply you can look for it and you apply and you can get some money back if it's owed to you. And I don't even know where the money, what what it was or what it came from. But if you put in your name, you can find it. I think it's just like, I don't know, stuff that they didn't, they forgot to give you in, ta- in taxes. I don't really know, but it was cool to find. I also found this very interesting thing where it's a website where you can look for class action lawsuits that are happening. And then if they apply to you, you can like hop on them and get a little bit money. For example, I use a type of wipe like baby wipe, let's say, I won't say what brand, but I went on and there was a class action lawsuit because they said that the brand was flushable. It wasn't flushable. Luckily, I suspected as much, but I could prove that I had bought that brand within that amount of time because I had the receipt. And so I was able to hop on that lawsuit. Am I going to probably get like 25 bucks? Yeah, but still very interesting, interesting to do. So then, okay. so then someone responded super cute and said, after hearing the discussion about the struggle to open mail, I have an idea, a service that periodically sends fun surprises in the mail to help you get excited to open the mail or a pen pal service. But also you could just ask a friend to send you snail mail. Or a service that sends you checks in the mail that you pay for in advance, so it's just a reimbursement of your own money. Yes, I'm Canadian, so I spell it C-H-E-Q-U-E-S, LOL. Okay, this is from Julie, and that is an incredible idea. But then, Tom Monkey said, I think just having a friend to trade mail with might be sufficient. They'll open your mail while you open theirs. It gets separated into piles of good, bad, and junk. The junk gets recycled and the good is opened either to improve your mood enough to deal with the bad or as a reward for dealing with enough bad. This is so cute. And then TS Stone said, if anyone needs random cards sent to them so they have a reason to check the mail, I volunteer. Just send me your address in a DM and I can send you something sometimes. Okay, I would say be very careful about giving your address to strangers, but this is very cute. Like this is the sort of adorable stuff that is going on in the Discord if you want to join because this is so freaking cute. I love that you guys are coming up with this. I love that you guys are willing to do this for each other. I would say share a PO box or share an address you don't live at or something but really sweet I love you guys so much can I just say like coming off of the Patreon and then coming off of like this like I know that this is a money show and I know that it's like okay we talk about money whatever but like the fact that there's, like, this other community that's built up and the fact that, like, people want to help each other and it's not just about money. And, like, I see you guys responding to each other. I see you guys giving each other advice. And I see, like, people taking the time out to talk about other stuff, like sharing stories and, like, even on other parts of the Discord. have The Discord have just been – it's been really heartwarming. You guys are so generous with each other. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these numbers 37,0251. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR If you have all the information about your business in one place, you can make way better decisions. And this is an unprecedented offer, meaning this is totally worth your time. As someone who runs a business, having all of this together in order to close my books, that would be invaluable. It's a time saver. It's literally the biggest time saver. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist, designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com badwithmoney. That's netsuite.com badwithmoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com badwithmoney. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because when I'm looking to work with someone, I really need to be able to get someone fast. My job works very fast, podcasts work very fast, and I've actually been looking for an assistant and I don't need to waste time sorting through matches without getting the highest quality person, right? When I'm looking to hire someone, whether that's a grant writer or a musician or something like that, it's very overwhelming because you get a lot of messages, but you're not able to like parse through yourself Just go to indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? First, the bad news. Mint is shutting down. Now good news. There's a better alternative. Monarch money. Mint users are turning to Monarch money and loving it. That's right. I use Mint and now I'm using Monarch money. It is very stressful, confusing, and time-consuming to manage my finances. I've tried other finance apps, they don't really work, like, you know, I was very committed to Mint and then I was uh, deeply sad when Mint went away, but now I have tried Monarch. It's so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements, I mean, I really value a company that is proactively looking at how to make finances easier. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built in collaboration features so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Can you imagine being able to have a budget app with your partner? That is wild. You can see all your finances, you can collaborate on your budget, you can get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's a very easy way to manage a household's finances. Monarch is the top rated all in one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all your tags in categories. Monarch is the most customizable budget app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications and more. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y slash money for your extended 30-day free trial. Someone wrote in, and I'll keep this anonymous because it's advice. Okay, everybody, I want your opinion. Let's say you're blessed to have some extra money each month. Let's say you want to buy a house in the future. Do you set that money aside for a deposit or do you take that money and pay off some debts with it to lower your debt and also have that money to set aside? Okay, interesting. So then someone else, respond, uh, there were a lot of res- responses, but a couple of people, I'll, d- I'll do two of them. Someone said, I think it depends on what the debt is and what you could do with the extra money. If you can make that money work for you and get some kind of interest or return on investment, it makes more financial sense to me to put it aside. So for example, a high yield savings account or, or something like that. But if your debt is very high interest or something that negatively affects your credit score, it might be better to pay off that. So I agree with this person. I think it goes, I think it depends on the interest on the debt. This is something you would need to go over with a financial planner because debt to income will affect the amount of mortgage you can qualify for. You will need to have cash saved for a down payment, so it depends. If you have a 401k or retirement plan through your work, they probably have a number you can call for financial advice for free. Really great. I would I agree. And also like if you have debt and you can consolidate it to get a much lower like to get a much to get a much lower interest rate. Then pay that off. I think if your interest rate, this is just my advice. I'm not an expert. Don't take my advice. Listen to a financial planner. But if your interest rate is higher on what you could get through a high yield savings account or something else, and you're lower, and you can lower your, your interest rate on your debts, I think that is worth doing. But if your interest is like 14% on your debt, you're basically just eating your own money. Okay. Here's a lovely comment. So we did an amazing episode that I was really happy that we did with Frugal Friends podcast with Jen and Jill. And we got a lot of really great feedback on it. And this is a comment from the Patreon. Gabe, you're always on time. My budget has never been tighter and I've been feeling so shitty about being picky with plans because of how much things cost. And this helped so much. Thank you. So the frugality episode was really also important to me because it really helped me put into perspective what is important and what I need to be spending money on. And do I still splurge a little bit? Yeah. Like I spent, I bought a hat when I was in wine country this weekend for a friend's birthday and I bought a movie poster and like, did I need to buy those things? No, but like, was it fun? And I was out with friends and, you know, yeah. And now is that going to impact the other decisions I make? Yeah, of course. Like I, you know, again, like this is so relative, but I don't have all the streaming services. And I realized that you can share them like multiple. I don't need to just like I can see which of my friends have other things. Not that that's whatever. People don't like that, blah, blah, blah. But you know, that's an example. Or like I I only drink coffee out on weekends, if that. I mean, I collect mugs So I got some mugs that I'm like, well, I want to use those. You know, this one says best dad ever. It was a gift, not from my children, as I don't have any. Yeah. I mean, I just think my first thought used to be buying something to fix the problem. And now that's not my first thought. And that doesn't make me better or good or whatever. It's makes me struggling with money is what it makes me. It makes me, you know, still on food stamps and still trying to make that stretch and dealing with, you know, trying to get paid back for a big investment. That was a huge mistake. Which honestly, we're going to get to in a future episode because I wanted to, I want to talk about the word mistake, but anyway, we're going to get to that with, a, with a, a guest that I have that, that writes about money mistakes, question mark, you know, question mark in quotes, whatever. So this is an email from Anonymous. Hi Gabe, it's Anon from Detroit again. First, I wanted to thank you for responding to my email last time. It was a huge surprise listening to the episode and then hearing you read out my email. I had a huge grin on my face the whole time. And the episode came out on my birthday, so it was a nice birthday gift. Thanks so much. Aww. Wow. I didn't know, but happy birthday. Anyway, I wanted to give you an update on my situation since that episode. Since then, I've listened to the episode about switching careers with Alex and was inspired to take some action. I'm still at my fancy-smancy restaurant job with similar hours, but I recently got a lead on a job working for a dermatologist office as a receptionist. I'm not sure if I'll get the job, but I'm not too worried, as I'm also enrolled back into school for graphic design. It's a two-year degree that will hopefully open up some career advancements and economic stability. Once I get my degree and find a stable job, I can eventually go back to university and college and finish my BFA and consider grad school. It's a daunting plan to say the least, but I'm committed to following through. I also have huge plans for my future and staying in one place playing it safe won't do. Thank you and Alex so much for giving me the confidence to practically start over again. Starting back at point one was a scary thought at first until I realized that starting over meant new beginnings and better outcomes. I've been at this point before, so I know what to do and what to do differently. Now I'm super excited for what the future has in store for me. Thanks again for all you do. Signed, Anon from Detroit. P.S. I also want to thank you for being strong in the face of your quote unquote divorce. The circumstances that you've been put through are extremely unfair and spiteful. Any any decision that you make to end this situation will be the right one. You have so many people in your corner to back you up. If things get rougher, don't forget that. Thank you so much. You know, that makes me think of... So you guys have been really kind as well because I haven't talked about it here other than like just now. But I, I spoke on, on the Just Between Us YouTube channel about... That I'm in, like, another really major depressive episode. Like, it's it's very not good. And I spoke about on on the, the YouTube video about, you know, I have a lot of negative thoughts and things like that. And some of you guys wrote some of the nicest stuff on the JBU Patreon and in comments just about, you know, that I matter to you guys. Which, you know... I, you don't have to do (laughs) but I think especially I'm thinking of one that someone said that they there was a creator that they really loved to died by suicide and they it really affected them and they were really shattered by that and you know it's not that simple but it was such a lovely vulnerable thing to share I think in light of everything and So I don't want to, I don't want to shout that person out in particular because it's like, you know, private, but they did comment it on the Patreon. So, you know, I did really appreciate it a lot. You know, I know, again, this is a show about money, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's also a show about people and about real life. And yeah. Putting away money for retirement, since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever. Sorry, I guess I could, but retirement is huge for me. I am deeply focused on it right now. And planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Taxes are a doozy, and it's always changing. How do you know what to do? Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you Okay, so this is a message from Lex. So there's a lot in this, but I'll just say a certain parts. Hey, everybody, the cycles of trauma are strange because who knew certain things were even traumatizing? It's the weirdest thing. And I think it's supposed to maybe even bring up what our psychological or conscious needs are as a human, like the human condition and really being a soul and a body. Why do we need to be like this? I don't know why all people have pride. And when you have pride, we could, in a good place, we could build a whole healthy so- social norm around that idea. But in not allowing people to get jobs, trying to go faster and make more money is really what anybody would want, but they don't have the opportunity because we don't support each other. And then they said, I just really want to own a hotel. Thanks for listening, Lex. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I think there's a lot that that person said, but I also wanted to point out that part because we talk about switching careers. We talk about changing what we want to do. You know, it is such a privilege to be able to do that. But I do think that the more people talk about it, the more people like the more people say that they want change and it gives other people the opportunity to support them. And I think pride does hold a lot of people back. You know, you don't want to seem like a failure. You don't want to seem like you didn't do as good in in that job. And for me personally, like I still work in entertainment, right? I think the strikes really changed a lot of stuff in my mind about working in entertainment. I very much want to. I very much have goals and dreams and I want to keep doing that. But I also have other goals and dreams that I've simply not explored because it didn't have to do with my, you know, my job in entertainment. And, you know, I've talked about on Just Between Us about being interested in the funeral trade and funeral directing. And I always have. I found a book... From when I was in high school, that was called like the greatest funerals and, and, you know, the history of funerals and whatever. And I had that in high school, but I just didn't think of it as something that could be a job. And like, it's not a bad thing to have multiple interests and to have multiple revenue streams and multiple jobs. And I think I just always thought that all of those things had to be an entertainment or else I was a failure. But if it's something I like and enjoy doing, why not do it? So I, I am like, if anybody has a job opening in a, in the funeral capacity, I would love to get my foot in the door. Anything that has to do with like funerals or death or anything like that, I'm very interested in. And we had a a Carrie the Mortician on JBU. And then I actually spoke to Carrie privately. We had like another meeting where we talked about her job as a mortician and whether I would be interested in that, which is a, a something that we recommended in the episode that you meet someone who's actually in that profession or talk to someone who's in that profession and see what the day to day is actually like and what the, you know, graduation requirements are like or what it takes to work there or what the job trajectory is. And, you know, she also spoke about to me about that it's actually a really great job market. For funeral directors that uh, more people graduate or more people leave the job every year than graduate. So there's always like a a, a, a gap, a dearth, depending on if you if you want to live wherever they send you. There's also a lot of benefits like, you know, oftentimes places will pay for where you live if you move to their town to be the funeral director. Like very interesting stuff that I would never have considered that might actually be interesting ways to live my life or make money and I don't have to jump right in I can also just you know try different aspects of it and see so I am applying to certain jobs and it's not anything that you try or attempt as long as you're not like wait you know wasting money on not wasting money but you know what I mean as long as I'm not like in school for something but then realizing I don't want to do it there's nothing bad about trying stuff And getting jobs and seeing if that job works for you. And maybe it won't. But maybe I'll think of something else that will. Pride really damages a lot of stuff. And it's so unfortunate. Because I think pride is maybe my number one problem. (laughs) No, no. My number one problem is naivete. I don't know. Write in. What's my number one problem? If you want to watch videos of the mailbags, you can do so at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. You can also write in on the Patreon and send us an email at Gabe is at gmail.com. Please send us emails. It really helps the show. Please join the Patreon. You can also listen ad free on the Patreon to all episodes. And if you have ideas for guests, please write in with ideas for guests. Don't just write the I, I'm not calling anyone out, but don't just write in the email if you want. I guess ideas I can send them. Put those ideas in the email. Why not make it one email? Please send voice memos. I really love them. It's best if you just email them as a voice memo. Don't worry about being perfect. Some people voice memo a couple times just to make sure they got all the information. And if you like the show, please leave us a five star Apple review. You can also leave us a review on Spotify. This is a fun one from my episode about donating plasma. I tried to donate blood for free when I was living in the UK. One of the questions was, have you had sex with anyone from South America? I am from South America. I dropped it. Oh, yeah. The questions are a bit outdated. I, you know, I would think we were talking about how in my plasma donation episode, I was not able to donate because of having sex with men and being on Truvada or having sex with men who have sex with men. Whatever. It's outdated. Anyway, thank you for sharing that. That is uh, (laughs) that is very jarring. There's another comment that said, "Can you share M's letter? So much helpful info from Ground Stories from Financial Services." Yes, I'll put, you know what? I'm going to put that on the Patreon. I'll post that right to the Patreon when this mailbag comes out. And then another really nice one called uh on the, an episode called Having You All on as Guests. Yes, yes, a million times yes to the real estate what I wish I knew before I signed episode. Yes. Okay. Then you guys wanted it, we're going to do it. And uh, uh So if you have ideas for who should be on for that, let me know. Okay, I'm going to release you into your Friday. Love you so much, guys. You're all super cute. Bye.